practical. We're talking about practical. Amen. And what I've been talking about is spiritual blessings, learning to recognize and appreciate your spiritual blessings. A lot of times we look at the external blessings, but what we got to do is we got to pay attention to the spiritual blessings that we do have. So when all else fails and you're standing all by yourself, you can say, God, I'm still blessed. Every person in here, if you lost something, you're still blessed. You understand what I'm saying? If you lost a job, if you lost a husband, a wife, you've lost a child, listen, you're still blessed. Here's the reason why, because these blessings follow you the rest of your life. Amen? And so when you recognize your spiritual blessings, then you have the power to continue because you know it ain't over. Come on, somebody. Until God says it's over. Amen. So we are in Ephesians chapter 1. I'm breaking into verse 11. If you have not been here for the whole series, then you should pick it up online. Amen. Ephesians chapter 1, verse 11, he says here, if I, you know, I told you last week we went deep last week, right? We talked about dispensation. We talked about ecclesiology. We talked about how that we are waiting for Jesus' return. Right? But now we're going to go a little deeper. Watch what it says in verse 11. He says, also, in addition to what he said before, we have obtained an and what? Uh-huh. Having been predestined according to his purpose, who works all things after the counsel of his will, to the end that we who were the first to hope in Christ would be the praise of his glory. In him, you also, after listening to the message of truth, that is the gospel, of your salvation, having also believed, you were sealed in him. With what? The whole, with who? I'm sorry. With the Holy Spirit of promise, who is given as a pledge, tell your neighbor, down payment, of our inheritance with a view to the redemption of God's own possession to the praise of his glory. I want to talk about today the spiritual blessing of the Holy Spirit. The spiritual blessing of the Holy Spirit. Let's talk about him. What's our excuse? <laughs> the reason why they kept going back is because they didn't have the Holy Spirit then. They had the word of God. They had a visible representation of God through the man of God. And even they heard the voice of God. But yet they did not have the third person of the Trinity. God wants you to know as a believer that there's a power that lies inside of you that's out of this world. It's there. And I know sometimes you may be saying, where is it? <laughs> but I want to tell you, as I told you last week, the fact that you can understand the word of God means that you do have 
the Holy Spirit. If you can read it, that's, that's my check. You know, I went to the eye doctor the other day, and they gave me all these different tests. All right? And I, sh- I, was, I thought it was a game. I was ch- trying to challenge myself to get the bottom line. She's like, that, that ain't what we're here to do. We're here to... <laughs> you know, men, we like to challenge ourselves. You understand what I'm saying? And, and what I say oftentimes with the Holy Spirit is this. If you open your Bible, he will open it up to you. All right? He will begin to show you things you've never seen before. But one of the things that question I have to ask you this morning is, what's important to you? Material blessings or spiritual blessings? But if you understand the spiritual blessings that you do possess, you and I can live in the natural in such a way that it will blow your mind. Because you're operating from the spiritual into the natural. One thing you got to understand about these spiritual blessings that God has given us, it comes free. It's a free gift. Paul, as he writes to these, to this church in Ephesus, he commends them for their faithfulness. They live in a time where the world and the society wanted to drown out the spiritual. You ever notice that moment that you start focusing on the spiritual, how much louder the world gets? But God has given you something, someone. The word for Holy Spirit in the Greek, the Greek word for Holy Spirit is the word parakaleo. Parakaleo means to come alongside. It's, it's, it's where you get the word paraclete. It's also where you get the English word parachute. So watch this. (laughs) You not only have someone who comes alongside you and live with you. You have someone that if you find yourself in a dangerous situation, you can jump. And guess what? And guess what? You know that you're going to land safely because guess what? The Holy Spirit is always with you. The devil don't want you to know about him. But the thing about the Holy Spirit is there are some technical things that we have to learn, some practical things that we have to learn, is that we need the filling every day. You with me? We need what? The filling every day. If I don't have the filling, I'm going to lose my mind. If I didn't have the feeling, I'm going to act a fool. I wish I had somebody. Anybody with me? And sometimes I know when I'm on half a tank, you know. <laughs> anybody, anybody know when you're on half a tank? When you're on a half a tank of Holy Spirit? Y'all, y'all, come on, y'all. Listen, some things just make you mad. <laughs> And then you're like, man, I got, man, I got to check myself. I got to get back right here. You understand? You know, and, and, and the way to be filled is just asking. Asking and getting into the word of God. That's how you feel with the Holy Spirit. Here's the thing. A lot of times, you know, the world and, and, and different denominations have distorted how you are filled with the Holy Spirit. You just ask. Confess your sins and ask. Holy Spirit, fill me.
And then get in his word and he'll start filling you up. Paul came to a conclusion here. This is the conclusion of Paul's view of spiritual blessings. Paul now moves to a new category. In this category, he says that God has, in verse, in, verse, uh, in verse 10, he talks about the administration. But in verse 11, look what he says. He says, and, and also we have obtained an inheritance. So write this down. The spiritual blessing that we've received, first of all, the spiritual blessing of receiving the Holy Spirit. Write that. The inheritance that he's talking about is the Holy Spirit. He says, we have obtained an inheritance. And that inheritance is the fact that we have received what? The Holy Spirit. Watch this. The Holy Spirit not only li lives in you, but he helps us to carry out God's purpose. Listen to me. When we do the opposite of what the Spirit of God is telling us, we then grieve the Holy Spirit. Okay? But, but the fact that we've received him is a blessing. Because watch this. Without the Holy Spirit, we can't live this Christian life. I know I can't live this Christian life. But, but let me help somebody with something. There are denominations that tell you that you need to be, the evidence that you have the Holy Spirit is that you speak in an unknown tongue. That's inaccurate. That's not correct. Amen. It's not correct. It's not correct. Here, here's the thing. There's only one requirement to receive the Holy Spirit, and that is to confess the Lord Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. God is not into emotion. He's into fact. Are you with me? Now, here's the thing. In the book of Acts, when they spoke in tongues, when they got saved initially, it is because they were in Jerusalem at the time of the Passover, and there were Jews from all over the world who had returned back, who were speaking in different languages. And when they arrived to Jerusalem, the Holy Spirit knew that, and the Holy Spirit used them, and they spoke in different languages to witness to the lost. I don't want you to be an emotional Christian. I want you to know how blessed you are. I want you to know that all you've got to do is ask. Some of us, listen, the answer is right there. All you got to do is ask. God, help me. Holy Spirit, fill me. Watch this, watch this. The only way that you and I can carry out God's purpose is if we have his spirit. And the Holy Spirit is intelligent. The Holy Spirit will carry out God's purpose in your life for the rest of your life. You know, oftentimes, you know why we feel that, that struggle? <sighs> Come on, y'all. You know how you feel that struggle where you know what to do, but you just won't do it, and you keep going back and forth, and you keep vacillating with it? Watch this. It is because there's somebody inside of you. Matter of fact, never refer to the Holy Spirit as it. It's a he. 
He has a personality. He has a mind. He has a will. He has an intellect. And guess what? He lives in you. That's the same spirit that rose Jesus from the dead. That's the same spirit that was in Jesus. Listen, you and I have something beyond what we can even imagine. But if you were to sit down and step up and watch and pay attention, you will realize that you are more than conquerors in Christ Jesus because you have something living inside of you that is out of this world. Can I tell you something? The Holy Spirit gives you illumination. He gives you inspiration. He gives you insight into the word. Watch this. Watch this. God now chooses those who have been chosen and then he works out his purposes in you through the Holy Spirit. But we have to yield to him. We have to submit to him. We have to surrender to him. You say it's your conscience. It's not your conscience. Your, the Holy Spirit will wake you up and say, do this. You'll be driving and he'll say, do that. But if you do the opposite, <laughs> then we find ourselves in opposition to him. Do I have anybody? So the first spiritual blessing of having the Holy Spirit is the fact that we've received the Holy Spirit. But watch this. He says, also we have obtained what? An inheritance having what? Having what? Been predestined to what? To his purpose. To what? To his purpose who works all things after the counsel of his will. In other words, he's saying that the Holy Spirit is, God has given you the Holy Spirit, but you and I now are doing, if we're submitting to the Holy Spirit, we will do what God has designed for us to do. Many people are looking for their purpose without the Spirit. Many people are looking for their purpose without the filling of the Spirit. Many people are searching for significance, and it's right there in front of you. All you got to do is say, God, you have given me this inheritance. You have given me the Holy Spirit, and I'm asking you now to direct my steps. The steps of a good man are ordered by God. And when he falls, see, here's the thing. The problem with the Christianity today, they're teaching us that we ain't going to fall. We ain't going to have no bad days. But I want to tell you something. It's your bad days that prepares you for your good days. It is your bad days that pulls out all that bad stuff out of you. Come on, somebody. And the Spirit of God is working, watch this, for God's purpose only. And God put him inside of you. Aren't you glad? That we're waiting for the rapture, but in between the rapture and then, watch it, and now, watch this, we have the Holy Spirit. Watch this, watch this. Watch what he says in verse 12. He says, to the end, that we who were the first to hope in Christ would be to the praise of his glory. The second spiritual blessing of the Holy Spirit is the Holy Spirit working in us. Check this out. The parallelism here is perfect. Because in verse 11 and 12, Paul speaks of himself and other Jewish believers saying that they were chosen. 
But watch this, for God's glory. But in verse 13 and 14, who he's speaking about is the Gentile believers to whom he was writing the letter to. The third work of the Holy Spirit is to make one person into a new person. Come on, somebody. This was so important because at this particular time in the church, there was so much division. There was so much schisms and fights and discrimination and all this other stuff. And what God was saying through Paul to the believers in Ephesus, yo, God is working in you. God not only gave you the Holy Spirit, but he's working in you to bring about unity and love and peace with one another. Do I have anybody? I thank God for the Holy Spirit. Because if it had not been for the Spirit of God, come on somebody, we wouldn't have no peace. We wouldn't have no joy. Are you with me? We live in a divided world. Amen. A divided world where people breathe discord. But thank God that the Holy Spirit in our lives will transform us into one person. We are part of one body. Paul in chapter 2 speaks of a barrier that divided us. The barrier of hostility has been broken down so that we can be at peace with everybody. Let me say this to you real quick. You may not get along with everybody, but at some point you can reconcile with that somebody. Because you have the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit God gave us in this time, in this dispensation, because he knew without the Holy Spirit, we would lose our mind. He knew because without the Holy Spirit, guess what? We would do whatever we want to do. Watch this. Watch this. Watch this now. Watch verse, watch verse 12. He said to the end. To the end. All right. To the end. But he says uh, to, to first hoping, the first hope, first to hope in Christ that we who were, you see it? That's the parallelisms right there, right? Would be to the what? To the praise of what? To be the, to the what? To the praise of what? Write this down. The spiritual blessing of the Holy Spirit's work to glorify Christ through your life. Do you not know that, you could, that, that the reason you and I can give him glory is because it's the Holy Spirit working in you with that purpose in mind to give him glory? When you trust in the Lord with all your heart, when you do not lean on your own understanding, when you what does it mean to glorify him? You see, we think that we're glorifying him, but it's the Holy Spirit that's empowering you to make the right choice so that you can praise and magnify him. The only way we can really say it is for his glory is if it's done for his glory. Watch this. Every time we glorify him, it's under the direction and the instruction and the leading of the Holy Spirit. How many of us have, how many of us has left his glory behind? Took the glory for ourselves. And then the Holy Spirit reminded you that it wasn't never for you in the first place. May I ask you a question? Is God getting any glory from your story? Is the Holy Spirit 
Come on, somebody. Showing you areas in your life. What, what does it mean to give him glory? It means this. That if I receive these gifts, come on, somebody. I don't say, well, thank you, y'all. I say to God be the glory. Because if it wasn't for God's glory, I wouldn't have gotten it. And then I take a portion of the gift and I give it back to God because I understand something that it's all for his glory. Can somebody else benefit from my blessing? Can somebody else benefit from my blessing? But not only that, but he says, let your light shine before men. That they may see what? Your good works and therefore glorify the Father who's in heaven. In other words, what he's saying is this, that whatever I do, I ought to see God in it. Somebody ought to say, man, God is in that. Somebody ought to say, man, God is in that. <laughs> Somebody ought to say, man, I see what God is doing because guess what? I don't see the person, I see God. I'm going to say it one more time. I don't see the person, I see God. May I ask you a question? Do you dress for his glory? Do you live for his glory? Do you walk for his glory? Come on, somebody. See, 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 here's the thing. Giving God's glory is what God wants, but God knew in our fallen state we couldn't give it to him, so he assigned the Holy Spirit to change your heart so that you can lift your hands and say, listen, we've been married 22 years, and I give God all the glory. I've been at this job 50 years, and I give God all the glory. I've been living in good health and strength, I give God all the glory. And glory is shown by your actions. God healed me, so where I'm going to be? In the front row. God delivered me, so where I'm going to be? In his house. But you know, you got to understand something. When you walk in the room, you shouldn't take the glory. He says, let your light shine. So I say, don't look at me, but look at the God in me. But I ain't got to tell you that it's God in me. What my actions and my words say, it will display the glory to God. You see, a lot of people can say it. Ha. Huh. When the church has to remember is that the role of the Holy Spirit is to glorify Christ. And then all the other activities that we do in church doesn't matter. The first order of business here is to give God glory. Listen, the Holy Spirit's work of sanctification, inspiration, giving of gifts, all that comes secondary to the Holy Spirit's one goal every time is to give him glory. Do you realize that the Holy Spirit's work is to give God glory? And how does he do that? Through your life. Look at verse 13. He says, in him, you also, hello, after what? To the message of the truth, of truth. See, you got to know the difference between what's true and what's false. 
You want to know how, how you know if, it, if, it's, if it's not true? God gets no glory. Like, how do you know that preacher telling the truth? Is he talking more about himself or is he talking more about Jesus? Because if he talking more about himself, then, he, then he's getting the glory. You see, Christ has to be the main focus, right? But watch this. He says, in him also after listening, all you had to do was listen to receive him. The message of truth, watch this, listen but believe. The gospel of your salvation, having also believed. So the, so the fourth thing is, a fourth blessing of the Holy Spirit is a spiritual blessing of the Holy Spirit illuminating the word of God to us. See, we could not have received the Holy Spirit apart from the illuminating work of the Holy Spirit. Let me tell you what the word, what, what illumination means. It means to shed light upon. That even while I was a sinner, let me back it up real quick. Re, re, let me hit the rewind button real quick. Check it out. That was a bad per Check it out. Let's rewind that thing for a second. The Bible says the God of this world, Satan, has blinded the minds of unbelievers, watch this, so that they will not understand, so that they will not understand the glorious truth of the gospel. But we made it. God, for a brief second, removed that darkness over your mind by way of the Holy Spirit, and then he illuminated the word through the preaching of the word, and then you accepted Christ, and now you have full illumination. Now watch this. If I got full illumination, why don't I pick it up? So you got to pick it up. And every time you read it, he'll give you direction. Every time you're sick, he'll give you a prescription. Every time you're down, he'll give you hope. Because you now possess illumination. Like, wow. Man, is that what God is saying? Yep. And if you read it long enough. Listen, Revelation, or what we call the mystery could not have happened apart from the Holy Spirit. Man, listen, I'll tell you something. Before I got saved, the only book I read was Psalm 27. That's it. I, I mean, this Bible to me was foolishness. I'm like, why are they talking about killing and blood and men? I was using the, the, the Bible more like a lucky charm. Y'all ain't trying to hit me. In other words, I would put it in the back of my car for protection. Sun beating down on it, pages just falling down. I ain't never read it because I couldn't read it because I couldn't understand it. And 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 then when I received Christ, when I when I heard the gospel of truth, he illuminated. I'm like. Wow. First book I started to read was the book of John. And then all of a sudden, John starts talking about believing. Believing. And then I started saying, wow, okay, okay, in the beginning was the word. 
And the word was, and the word, hold on a second, hold on a second. So if the word is God, I need something bigger than me to understand God. But I can't understand God on my own. So God said, let me download the Holy Spirit in you. Let me, let me put him in you. You understand? You got to take him out of the download folder, though. You got to activate him in your life. You got to make sure that he, you have an active relationship with him. Watch this now. Watch where I'm going with this. And so the Holy Spirit now takes the word because he wrote the word. And then he starts giving you understanding. Then he starts showing you things about it. Things that you can stand on. 7,467 promises God has given to the believer and you can stand on one of them. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. Okay, Holy Spirit, help me with this today. Well, what you worried about? <laughs> Listen, you, can I say something? Stop looking for a voice. He ain't speaking. But he speaks through the man of God. He speaks through the word of God. And he speaks to you directly according to the purpose that God has already designed and written and programmed for you. You know why a lot of Christians are frustrated? They're not living according to God's purpose. They're living according to their purpose. So that's why you keep running into, into a brick wall. You keep wondering why. How come? This is too hard. Well, because you're not falling in line with the Spirit. The Spirit is telling you, go right. You're like, no, nah, I don't want to go right. I don't want to go right. That's what I call active rebellion. Just as the Holy Spirit glorifies Christ. And may not be separated from him. So also the Holy Spirit always speaks. Watch this. Through and with the word of God. You with me? This is the inspired word of God. The Holy Spirit is not going to speak to you apart from this. So quit letting them people on TBN get you. God told me to tell you. I feel the anointing. It's strong. You're from Louisiana, aren't you? I think the Spirit just told me that. You red bone, I think so. <laughs> that ain't nowhere in Scripture. Seeing I read. <laughs> Listen, people that come to you tell you, God, you ask them this question. Why didn't God tell me first? If you got the Holy Spirit and I got the Holy Spirit, how come he didn't tell me? And then, Pastor, by the way, if he told you, where can I find it here? Because if you can't find that word, it didn't come from the Spirit. It came from another spirit. We need to be a Bible church. 
For real, like straight up. Like we ain't trying to get nothing else but the Bible. I get it, you know, there's a place for everything. But if you have the Holy Spirit in you and you ain't getting nothing, some of you are like, yo, are you on? Where you at? Nothing. Nothing. I mean, you're reading, you're like, you fall asleep. Some of you use it to fall asleep. You ever notice this? When you start reading, no, seriously, when you start reading the Bible, how you fall asleep? You're like, eyes get heavy. But sit up and watch 10 seasons of whatever. <laughs> Stay up and watch 10 seasons of whatever. And look, I hate stopping. <laughs> 45 minutes each one is 12. How many hours have I stayed up? Whole bunch of hours. But to pick this up? You'd be like, all right, I did it. <laughs> Somebody know what I'm talking about. <laughs> Look, you just read it. Okay, I did it. <laughs> like, whoa, hold on, man. The, the Bible says, the, the Bible says in Psalm 1, he says, meditate on it. Day. Listen. You know why the pandemic came? God wanted to get our attention, y'all. And look, and rather than us meditate on the word, we were making babies during the pandemic. We were doing everything. We were getting drunk. We were putting on weight. Smoking more weed. We were supposed to get in the word. <laughs> Y'all ain't trying to hear. We were supposed to be reading. Meditate. Like, okay, God, what you doing now? What, show me what you're doing, Lord. I need to know like what's happening around here. All right. So I'm like, man, listen, we we listen. And then look, we came out of the pandemic. We ain't no spiritual now. We less spiritual. Ain't that something? we were living in panic and pleasure. Some of us, I'm not saying all of us came out pregnant. Can I tell you something? The man without the spirit cannot accept the things of God. So when people get mad, like Pastor Trippin, can't believe he just said that. <laughs> Brother Mitchell. It's because possibly you don't have the spirit. See, the Bible is the means that God uses to call and bless you. You hear me? He uses this to call you and to bless you. Watch this. Watch this. Let me go on. Let me go on. Let me go on. Right there. Right there at the end of verse 13. He says, and you were what? Hello, somebody. I'm finna help somebody here today, doctrinally. You were sealed. Now, let me, let me help you with this word seal right quick. You were sealed after listening and after believing. You were sealed in him with the Holy Spirit of what? 
So here, here, here's this point. Write this point down. The spiritual blessing of the Holy Spirit sealing and securing us. Now, contrary to some beliefs, some people may say you can lose the Holy Spirit. This is a definite article. All right? It's in the aorist tense. The aorist tense in the Greek means the action happened and it continues to happen. Watch this. Without any time to it. It just keeps going. You can't mess off your salvation. Okay? You can't even do that. Even if you tried to mess it off, you couldn't do that. But here's the thing. When you don't have the filling of the Holy Spirit, you, you will look like an unbeliever. Okay, you, you, you're going you're gonna to fall back into some of those old ways. But here's the thing. Remember this. When you go to the club, he's in the club with you because you've been sealed forever. When you go back to the dope house, he's going to be there with you. When you go back to Sally Mae around the corner and that ain't your wife, I'll just use Sally Mae because it's just nobody knows her. <laughs> and that ain't your wife when you go to Leroy ain't no Leroy in here and Leroy ain't your husband the Holy Spirit's like you know that ain't your husband you know what I'm saying Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit will still remind you matter of fact on your way there he gonna give you 10 exits like, take this one, nah, next one. Take this one, nah, next one. Take this one, nah, next one. And you pull right up in the house. You're like, well, maybe the Lord wanted me to do this. <laughs> the work of the Holy Spirit is deep. Because what he does is he comes inside of you and he seals you. Watch this. And he lives there forever. But can I tell you something? The Holy Spirit is like a down payment on purchased property. The reason that God, listen, listen. The sealing here is when the emperor would put his seal on something. First of all, let me tell you, seals don't mean nothing today. Watch this. When the emperor put his seal on something, if it was broken, you, you would die with your life. Because when he sealed it, it meant it was sealed. It's the same idea when Paul was writing to these believers, they had in mind like, whoa, wait a minute. Can you imagine what they're thinking? They're thinking, wow, we're sealed with the Spirit. We're sealed with the Spirit. Watch this. The sealing with the Spirit answers all your needs. It shows that you belong to God. Not only that, but it renders our salvation certain. That you have the Holy Spirit. We can never lose the Holy Spirit. We'll lose the filling. And the feeling. But not the sealing. The baptizing. We, 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 we can be spiritual because we have the agent inside of us to make us spiritual. People say people who are spiritual, they listen to spiritual music. That's how they equate the fact that they're spiritual. My time is up. Way up. Watch this. Watch this. Watch it. Watch it. Watch it. Watch it. Watch, watch, watch what he said. 
Watch he says the last two words, last three words. He said, to the end. You know what that means? That the Holy Spirit, the spiritual blessing of the Holy Spirit prepares us for his glory. In other words, brothers and sisters, God's going to see his work through to the end. You, 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 you're going you're gonna to be here on earth with the Holy Spirit to the end. God, who began a good work in you, will finish it to the end. God, who's able to do exceedingly abundantly above all you could ask or think, will do it to the end. Your life is significant to him, so he's going to keep pursuing you to the end. What you got to do is become a spiritual person who is spirit-led and spirit-fed and spirit-filled. Deep-sea divers enter the water with tanks on their back. These tank tanks contain oxygen. The purpose of the tank on their backs is so that they can make it into a foreign world. Water is not their natural habitat. It is not no a normal place for them to live. So in order for them to survive in a foreign world of water, they need to be connected to the life source from their real world. In order for them to make it in that world, they need air from this world. Y'all ain't getting it. In other words, if you disconnect them from the air of this world, they will no longer last in that world. Their connectiveness is the key to survival because they aren't meant to live in water. So they borrow from this world in order to live in that world. The life source in the Christian life is the Holy Spirit. God has given the Christian a life source because this world is not where you're from anymore. This world you're just visiting. And in order to live here and make it, you need to be connected to the life source from your world. Come on, somebody. If you get disconnected from the life source from the real world, you won't make it in this world. You have to stay filled and realize that the spiritual blessing of the Holy Spirit is one of the greatest gifts and blessings that God has given you. Give God a hand clap praise. Spiritual blessing of the Holy Spirit. And I want to encourage you today to know this, that no matter what the outlook is, you're precious. The fact that God died on Calvary to leave his Holy Spirit here in you. I often wonder about Christians. I do. I often wonder, I said, man, where is the spirit? And listen, we all get caught up. But the one thing you got to remind yourself of, saints, is that you have the spirit of God in you. You're sealed.